Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about uh, this week's choice, which is uh konosekai no karasumi ni which was a random choice uh oh and for the rest of us uh that was in this corner of the world if i got my japanese wrong i am very sorry i apologize uh, but before that As we were you should <laughs> uh before all that we were talking about brickham back uh the the wonderful boroto themed world that he likes to live in and uh, CJ, um, if you want to come back, I'm all for it. <laughs> Baby, come back. Um, if you want to catch Any part of that wider conversation, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Um, and more now onto the meat and potatoes, uh, in this corner of the world. Uh, came out in November 2016. Producers for it are Genko uh, and Animatsu Entertainment. Studio for it is Mappa. The source is manga. Uh, is the source of it is a manga. The genres for it are drama and historical setting. Uh, the duration or the time for it was almost three hours. It was two hours and forty eight minutes long. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a long one. It was to me though. It did not quite feel that long. Really? I remember looking at the time 36 minutes in going, dear Lord, this is going to be torturous. Yeah, that's because you didn't watch only yesterday. <laughs> yeah, this, this by comparison. That's right. I watched it today. I didn't watch it yesterday. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- this was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was painful. It was painful is what it was. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. This not painful. I rather enjoyed it. I thought the movie was rather good. Well, I didn't know what to expect walking into it, to be perfectly honest. Um, But what I got was not anything close to what I thought I might expect. Um, Not bad by any stretch of the imagination. I want to I want to just point that out right now. It was not bad at all. Um, However. I I didn't do any research prior to to watching it, you know, um, and I, I was not expecting a historic uh, retelling, if you will. Yeah. So when I was watching, I was like, "Is is this going to follow actual events, or is this like someone's potential like you know, passed down story?" Like, it, it, it. I still don't know if it was a story that was passed down, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, but it. it I mean, it like made you. Well, it doesn't say that it's off based off of a novel. They say it's based off a manga. So I I would assume that there are great liberties taken to it in okay. terms of of it, especially the 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 monster at the very 
beginning. Yeah, I thought that was really cute to add. It, it led to. Um, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was a really um, sweet, um, it, childlike imagination that that permeated the whole story, which was ca- quite nice and refreshing, it considering was. the really, really dramatic and uh, honestly quite difficult material to watch. Um, and as, as odd or as sad as it sounds, if, if that's even how you want to portray it, um, as an American, it, it gave me what I consider to be a minor insight into the, how, how everything else was. Cause I wasn't taught any of this, like from someone else's perspective, you know? Right. Right. And I thought potentially I, again, didn't do any research on it, but I thought potentially this might've been like, uh, you know, a look at the other side, you know, and the raw hurt feelings when peace was declared um, by like, what, what did I lose my hand for? What did I do this for? What did, oh, what, yeah. what was all this for? Like, it, oh, a hundred, hundred percent. Yeah, no, that, that, that was, you know, a hundred percent understandable. Too raw. But, you know, yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's, you know, like, getting a, getting ahead of us a little bit. I mean, like, well, it let's, is, it is, let's, but... let's, let's try and bring some context into it, you know? I mean. <laughs> that's fair. I, I I do tend to go ahead. I mean, I'm sure CJ didn't, but, you know, whatever. You know, um, I mean, like, you know what? Someday <laughs> you'll reach his level. His, his just natural, his natural cadence. Exactly. I mean, uh, like, no, someday, um, someday, someday. <laughs> Um, so this was day-to-day life and it made you, mm, I don't know if think is, is the appropriate term, but it made you recognize that, you know, life before and after war, uh, well, one, it's not pretty. It it rarely is. Um, you know, but it, 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 it brought to light that in my opinion, at least that the lifestyle and the significance specifically in my surprise, the technology prior to World War II. Assuming it's all accurate, I was not aware that there was telephone lines and power lines strewn all over um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and, and stuff like that. I was not aware that there was so much electricity. Like, in my head, granted, I'm 36. I was born in 86. And I, in my mind, the 50s were like, primitive, you know? And the war happened in it ended in forty five. So, so so you in, in, you have in the my mentality. Head, I assume the like power lines like I work on weren't weren't there. Me, you know, like no. When I was talking to my grandpa, like uh, about like, his childhood, he's like the biggest thing is electricity. Like it wasn't there or prevalent when I was a kid. Now it's in every house. So I was thinking because he was he wasn't was he alive in World War Two. He might have been a kid, but like what I saw there, there was telephone poles everywhere. There was there was a section in, in there where there was more telephone or power lines strewn apart than there was scenery, and there was cars, there was fashion, there there was yeah, but that that it that was incredibly a thing. modern. Well, honestly, yeah, you also have to take into consideration the time frame for this. This isn't in the early or late eighteen hundreds. This isn't pre World War One. This is pre World War Two, and it starts off in the 30s and goes into the 40s. And culture and society and everything like that, even in the 30s, was taking off and moving on, and it was very prevalent. 
and there were phones, there were power lines, there were things like that. Majority of the world, though, did survive off of news from the radio more so than yeah, anything no, else. And, and but but I phones were like that. Phone, phones were a very real thing still, though. Yeah, but like phones and stuff like that. But like, okay, so to give you an idea, when I first came out here, across the country, and and worked out here. Um, one of the rooms I stayed in didn't have wall outlets. So I used the, the, the hanging lamp light. I, I went to home Depot. I bought a converter so that you could plug this thing into a light socket and you can use that as a, as a plug of sorts. They did that to listen to the radio. And I was like, Holy cow. Like I, I, I recognize doing that cause I've done that before. They've got electricity in this house. Like, and it didn't seem to be like a, a house off of the main road. It was like off a beaten path, but even they had electricity. And that that's, it, it boggled my mind, the access to what I assumed was so sparse and scarce and, and too advanced for the area, you know? And it gave me an appreciation of things that I took, one, take for granted, and two, like, it just... <sighs> Again, at the time I was at the time of watching this, I was assuming this was like a story that was handed down and stuff like that. And it just it surprised me, if that makes any sense. And I, granted, I took it all for fact. I, I took it all as fact. Hearing now that it was based off a of manga, maybe not as much. Maybe as you said, liberties were taken and whatnot. But um, yeah, I just didn't. I didn't see in when I look back. I don't think modern. I don't think at least not that modern. I was thinking, like, you know, sun goes up, you start working, sun goes down, you stop working, Okay. work by candlelight, you know. Right. But, you know, I mean, like, in general, just so that way you understand, uh, there was a world and electricity and, and phones and things like that before the 80s, before the 50s, even, even in the, the, in the early 19th, late 18th, late, late 19th century, early 20th century. So, I mean, like, it was a thing. I mean, like, even in our society, uh, it was, what, the late, I want to say it was, like, late 1880s, 90s is when electricity started gaining traction, being around, experimented with. And then by the time you had, by the time the 30s hit, rural America pretty much was, had electricity. And I think Japan was pretty much along those same lines around by the time the 30s hits, a majority of places had electricity, if not all. And it just kind of rolled through. Well, I mean, and that was just I I guess I bring all that up to show that this movie had extreme attention to detail. And when food started getting scarce and they, they showed dates all throughout the movie. Right. And it was nice. It was it was. It was it, prevalent. It was poignant. It was on purpose. It gave you purpose. a perception of it uh, for it gave you a perception of time. So that way you could understand the the time frame as what's going on, because there it, there is a portion in the movie, especially at the very beginning when you're going through these time frames. And it does not look like our our main character is actually um, aging. Yeah, I noticed that. You know, but it's like year goes by, two years go by. So, you know, like our main character, Suzu, she's like, oh, no, she's 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 aging. 
she's, she's, uh, you know, getting older. She's progressing through life and just like her mentality, how she is, how she's always aloof and everything like that has never changed. And she always apologizes by like crooking her neck mm-hmm. and throwing, throwing her hands up in a very childlike pose. And there's a certain instances in certain areas in the show, the movie where she looks older, she looks more age appropriate, but yeah, typically throughout there, everyone else gets bigger and gets older. Well, she stays the same size. So maybe it's because of the telling from her own perspective, she doesn't really see herself aging, you know, like, like personally, I, I look back 11 years ago when I first came out here and I'm like, Oh yeah, a lot of stuff happened. But in my head, I'm like, blink, I blink and I'm here now, you know? And <laughs> yeah, it, I, I tell this to my now wife all the time, just like Ferris Bueller once said, life goes by pretty quick. Sometimes you better stop and take a look at the roses every once in a while. Yeah. And oh, oh. yeah, looking back like this whole last year gone, the last what hundred and what is this? Was this hundred and two oh five? Dear Lord, the last two hundred episodes, a blink. Yeah. Yep. 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 A blink. Yep. Granted, lots of blinks, and I loved every second of it, <laughs> especially your solo episodes, sir. Oh um, yeah, I bet you did, you <laughs> lazy bum. Speaking of which, uh, next patron yeah. episode is gonna be a rehash of the solo, Darling in yep. the Bronx. This time mm-hmm. with wonderful rick so that way we can yeah. hear his wonderful wonderful voice and 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 uh hear his views on darling in the Fox. i'm gonna i'm gonna prep by listening to the featured enemy podcast i'm gonna review. pull that down that'll be dead <laughs> dead we don't yeah. need any time traveling granddaughters appearing in the timeline <laughs> all right uh, even if it's more entertaining yeah I'll get um, this, no <laughs> no but like, it's it's when telling everyone's their own main protagonist, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I found a very, I found it very difficult to identify continuous, c- c- consistently identify side characters because they all kind of blended. I Does think that, that was kind of like the point of it though. So how, how I watched the movie, you had the main focal point character, however, and it was, and I like that they started off where they did. They started off in the 30s. So you could see the them growing up, the family, the community, and everything like that. So it's not just, oh, this one thing happens and it's very tragic. It's you understand like the focal point, the the feelings behind it, the emotions and everything like that to, to really give you an understanding of everything that's going on. So it and and you have that that build and you have the industry that's being built on it and and the the culture and it's like you know yeah we had our stuff going on and obviously they're gonna take their side of the story and they're gonna tell it the way that they deem fit and mm-hmm. they want to humanize it which 100 percent i would humanize that too i mean yeah. because honestly it's 100 percent true it was she was just a normal person and she's going through their normal traditions and everything like that and they're doing what they feel is right. And they are doing what they feel is correct, you know, and just understanding that while yeah, we won the war, honestly, at it's like, 
the the victor of the war de- determines who is the good guy. You know, it's not like you can yeah. you can win the war and be like, oh, the bad guys won, and we're the bad guys. It's like no, hundred percent. Everyone on their side, they believe they're the good guys, and that we are the bad guys, and vice versa. It's a matter. It's a conflict of opinions and and viewpoints, and just d. And we tend to as a species dehumanize the people that are on the opposite end of it. And this takes a very realistic approach of just the humanization of it and no demonization of the other side. It's like, we're just going to tell you this family, this is what's going on. Obviously you have the knowledge about world war two and, and mm-hmm. the story that's happening, but we're not, that's not what this story is about. This is the story about people, the family and what's happening to them to Suzu specifically. And I and thought it was family. very unique in the sense that world war two wasn't while it, you knew it was going to happen because again, they keep throwing the timeline up there. Like it, it's, if you know anything about history, it, it's, it's inevitable Yes, because you're going to end up in that time, you know, Yes, but it wasn't in the foreground. It happened, but just like a tornado, in the middle of the in the middle of the Midwest, when you live on the coast, it happened over there, you know. Yep. And you might know someone in Minnesota, Tennessee, Texas. You you might know someone there, and you might call them and be like, "Hey, are you okay?" That's your only connection to to that event. And if they say, "Yeah, we're fine," I don't know what you're talking about. It, it disappears. Or yep. if they're like, "Yeah, my house is gone," and it, it becomes more real. And that kind of happened in here, too. There were some characters that are like, yeah, no, specifically when you, you kind of leave the slums area and go to the nicer part of town and the people in the nice part of town look at the people who, who from the slums like, what are you doing here? This is not your world. This is obvious. And our main character was like, whoa, this is so nice. This is so weird. It's well, so it's, different. So to 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 kind of help you out a little bit, I mean, like you recognize the girl who gave her directions, right? Yeah, it was. Well, no, yes and no. I have an idea, but it, so with our main character, I feel like this this could be a Studio Ghibli, or at least a connection to a Studio Ghibli because of all the folklore stuff that kept happening. In the beginning of the movie, there was that monster that kidnaps lost children. And that when it's nighttime, it goes to sleep and you're able to trick it. If you're able to outsmart, you know, stuff like that. That's where she met her, her was that future husband. I couldn't really tell who he was. Okay. And like, he recognized her from that thing. So maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? You know, because again, folklore. And then, the 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 child in the attic, the child running in the roof. It's an old folk tale that you know if you treat him right, it's an old spirit. If you don't, then it's bad. But she met that lady that that that's that child's spirit, if you will, right? Yeah. So was it a spirit, or did she did she walk into a spirit realm, which is why everything looked new and nice and all that stuff, or was that that spirit child not a spirit child? Was it a real child, granny it's- kidnapped somewhere? Well, it's not that Granny kidnapped her somewhere. The child was very poor, and she lived in an attic, hiding. And why did Granny call her a spirit? Because that's how Granny perceived her. Oh. So she was just hiding in the attic and and living off Granny. And Granny was just like, the spirits are doing this. Right. Sorry. Yeah. 
Okay, so that uh, that, that makes sense. I mean, I get weird in, in an odd way. So, okay, so maybe that person was real, but how did she go from rags, essentially, to riches when and our main character didn't, you know? It's not that she went rags to riches. She went rags to to geisha. Oh. So. I did not make that connection. Yeah, that's that's why she's like, hang on, I have to go. And she went and she got permission to be able to go do it and showed her how to get, get out of there. And, you know, it's. Like that's like her whole getup no. was very much that it wasn't that makes a so much sense. It wasn't a oh yeah I went from rags to riches. It's like no you shouldn't be here because you know. And then they commented on the you know the red light district being burnt down. In case you didn't know, she was oh no in okay that, that area. Ooh, that's rough. Hey, why was the red light district the most fancy district? That's so odd. Why Why would you want to go to a dirty-ass place when you're military and you're trying to give the soldiers a hoorah before they're uh, going no. out there fighting okay. for your country? Okay. I mean, like, you, know, you, you also it, have it, to understand, like, it's a very different, like, mentality and viewpoint. So, like, the geishas are, it's not, you're not going out there and dressing out in scantily clo- clad clothes. You're You're supposed to look a very particular way. You're supposed to dress a very particular way. You're supposed to carry carry yourself and everything like that. And you know, you have the more bluesy ones, sure, but you know, they're still going to have the makeup. They're going to still have the kimono on. They're still going to look a very particular way, and they're going to try and give and send out a very particular message. Not hey, we're not not a hey, we're totally diseased and trashy and everything like that. We got cesspit over here makes sense makes perfect sense okay um yeah i didn't take that away at all i i didn't i made the connection but it didn't 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 connect didn't yeah link with each other yeah it didn't make it didn't make any sense to me so that that it it, the connections are now there that makes (laughs) perfect sense actually um because yeah they, they were like kind of pissed that the red light district died yeah um, i mean like <laughs> you know it shit happens mm-hmm. yeah she was like you shouldn't be here because you know so-and-so might take you that makes perfect sense yeah you might be mistaken and uh yeah you're once once you're here you're here yeah and no one's helping her leave either because they don't they don't care yeah no that makes sense okay so yeah so maybe it wasn't as spiritual and as, as mystical as as she once thought Right. Um, right. And, but, okay. And, you know, that's also kind of like ties into her being like, you know, I want to go ahead. And hence the comment of, you know, someone left me the red fleshy fruit. So that way I can try some and the comment, because that was also mm-hmm. in direct correlation to Suzu saying, leave the, leave some here for her. Mm-hmm. So when she that, tried the kimono and the, the red fleshy fruit and stuff. So, yeah, man, it, it was it was it was a trip. It was a roller coaster of emotion. It was. Where you feel bad when bad things happen, and you see, it, it was a long enough movie that they were able to etch in my mind the desperation that the characters would face. Yes, had, did face, and the it, maybe not PTSD, but the the utter shock of I can't believe this happened. Now, me as the viewer. 
I, I, I understand it did. I've got the the history, thankfully, to be able to be like, yeah, no, no, that actually happened, you know? Yeah. And But not only that, it's they they also had the the fantastic storytelling of being able to tell not just one complete story, but several stories or fill you in on the stories of other people. Oh so, yeah. So, and it's not like you had to understand the complete motive behind a particular individual. It was like, we're going to tell you enough so that we, you understand like Suzu going out, getting married and everything like that. Um, the kid who like, for example, right. The kid, she drew the paintings for at the very beginning and gave it to him and everything like that. That comes around full circle, like complete circle. He, he joins the military. He's in the Navy and everything like that. He's happy. He's having, you know, he gets to see her again. He still has very fond feelings for her, obviously. And he truly cares about her. And then he brings up the painting and he tells the story about the painting, like the problems that actually came is like, yeah, uh, they thought I was this great artist and it sure as hell wasn't me. You know, but then they also like show yeah, like it, at the same time, like he's not he's like, I'm I'm here to try and offer you that escape. I'm here to try and, and give you that what you want. And the husband like feeling her husband feeling like I took you away from someone else. I I forced you to marry me. You don't really want to be here like saying, look, I understand I forced you to be here or this or that. And and just like kind of like giving her the out that if she wants that out and like her going, no, you didn't force me to be here. I want to be here. I love you. And it makes perfect sense. Um, the way things were going, you know? Yeah. 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 No, I know. So, I mean, I hate to say it, there's not really much more I can, I can say, you know, well, I, no, I'd love I mean, to, but no, there's, there's a lot that could be said, like bringing it back to the comment about the lost hand that you, that you dropped at the very beginning. Right. Yeah. So, like the story about how she lost a hand, how she feels, and then the family and the reactions to everything like that being, being what they are. It's, it's not like, it's not unnatural. It's not odd. It's not, there's so many different things that go on. Like she lost her, she lost her friends or her daughter. Was it her friend's daughter or her daughter? I, I'm not sure. It was, no, it was her sister-in-law's daughter. That was her niece. So sure. So her niece blew up right beside her. Yes. And she lost a hand. Yeah. And then she lost a hand that the specifically the one she drew with. Yeah. And it's not just the fact that she lost everything. She lost her, her motivation, her everything, everything. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, they have the entire roller coaster of emotions and everything like that. So I feel like she kind of lost herself. Yeah, no, she did. And, the emotions and everything like that, understandable. I mean, and and they do a great job of conveying it. It was it was it was enough. I would we, we, even though it was a really slow start and really difficult view. I would a hundred percent watch it again. Yeah. So it, it's something that I would be very very happy. Yeah. But it's just the animations kind of sucked, in my opinion. It was it was, but it wasn't the point of the movie. It was passable. It was passable. The The animations were passable. So, yeah. I, I mean, like, there's honestly a lot more that we could say, uh, especially with the, the events leading up to it. It gets very hectic, very, very 
I want to say very dramatic as it progressively gets to that point. And then when it reaches to the, to the point to where they finally are at the end where they're, where the bombs are dropped and then immediately like the emotions and feelings and that they convey, like literally like once you reach that point, you know, you're like, yeah, no, I, I get it. Oh, absolutely. I get it. You're like, this, this happened here, this happened there. But just like I was saying with the, the, hur- the, the not the hurricane, the, the tornado in the middle of the state, like if you're not there, you, unless you know someone, you're not really connected, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Uh, there's honestly a lot more that I could say, but I feel like, uh, I feel like we're just going to kind of drone on a little bit more. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Granted, granted, this is going to be a, it's not a long, super long episode, which I am fine with. It's but the movie is, I feel, a hundred percent worth watching. 100%, oh, I agree, hundred percent. Um, so uh, as tradition would dictate, sir, on a scale <laughs> of up to ten, how would you rate this? Well, um, realistically speaking, genuinely speaking. I was not a fan of the animation. The story did drag, but in the last half, I feel like it picked up and it made sense. And the callbacks were quite nice. And the story kind of told itself, felt very generic, felt very organic, not generic. It felt very organic and it, it draws you in and it makes you feel sympathy. And then when everyone, when, when peace is finally called, and you see the genuine reaction that you probably might have. Like, what the hell am I fighting for? Why did they die? Why did I lose my hand? What was the point in all of this? Like, if we knew we were going to lose to begin with. Like, what? The anger, the frustration, the desperation, and finally the acceptance. Um, it was very real, you know? Yeah. So I would, I would, if I took the emotion out of it, it'd be like a four. But because they were able to draw all that out and and kind of encompass everything you, you, I, w- I would look for, you know, um, I'm going to give it a seven. I would show this to other people. I would watch it again. I would recommend this one. Okay. Okay. No, uh, I'm honestly right there with you. I, I would recommend other people watching it. I would actually actively push other people to watch it, especially if they're wanting a different view, a viewpoint, wanting something to, 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 to kind of like break them out of the normal viewing habits, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would give this, I would give this an eight. I give it an eight because this mm-hmm. is something that I, I would actually buy the movie. I would watch it again. Gladly. I actually know a few people that I'll probably act, I'll probably tell that they should check it out. I mean, and it being readily available, easily available on, on a couple major streaming platforms that I know a lot of people watch, but yeah, no, that's so th- yeah. Eight, eight for me, seven for you. Uh, I feel like it was well worth it. I liked the animation. I liked the art, the acting, everything. It just worked out. Cherry worked out beautifully. I feel so it was, it was well worth it for me. Um, all right. Next week, we are uh, watching another movie, and it's called When Marnie Was There. And it's a Mm -hmm. Studio Ghibli, and it's still fairly new. 
came out in 2016, I think is what we said. 2014, I think is what we said, or something like that. Let the tears flow. Right? <laughs> uh, well, that's all the time that we have for today. If you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice, or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, all our contact information and everything like that is going to be in the in the show notes for you, or you can go to our website, featuredanimepodcast.com. We have all our contact information listed on there for you. So feel free to to go there and, and reach out to us. Uh, if you have a recommendation, please, by all means, let us know what it is. Uh, this next one actually is a recommendation when Marnie was there. It is a recommendation by Angel. So looking forward to it. Hopefully it's going to be another great one. We'll find out, though. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we will. And uh, until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick, and we'll see you for another explosive episode. <laughs> Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.